All right, we can't afford not to record. Hey, we're back. This is misunderstood. Four point oh four public comments, Miss Stockton. Yes. All right. And so I did give leave a, that name. Miss Stockton. Miss Stockton's retired. Mm-hmm. So I, I I feel like those people that out the game we might leave the names in. Well, she really didn't have anything to do with the public comment. She didn't. She she <laughs> didn't. She conducted the meeting. Gosh, she conducted so much. I. There are, there are some folks that are retiring right now that did more than one thing. Mm-hmm. And the replacements so far have been amazing. I, I do like the replacements. Um, but it's just, it's scary how much we have to start over. Mm-hmm. Um, or how difficult it is. Yeah. Yes. And so now we're back with the teased episode. Yes. We're back to the school board. Back we to the school board. We are about to meeting. talk about, and I've, I'm getting in trouble. For, for calling CRT the boogeyman. But li- at least let me explain why I call it the boogeyman, because I, I've been to these meetings. And, you know, we know that CRT, uh, critical race theory, is a theory. It's not taught <laughs> in any schools, K through 12. But there were several people who were vocal about it. Um about it coming to our school, which we, we know that it is not even it's not even taught in undergrad. This is like mostly law school students learn critical race theory. So, you know, this is an upper graduate level course we're talking about. There was a and they're afraid of, of our children being taught this and, and living color when the, when the intelligent brother be on critical race theory, you see. <laughs> Is critical <laughs> to understand when raciality mm-hmm. is theoretical in its understanding of the criticisms. Okay. And that's the critical race. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going to go with it at no, first. Well, when you now, were like, I, I feel like I need to listen to some of these because before I um, share my opinion on it. Well, <clears throat> I got a pen and paper because mm-hmm. I just realized if 2021 they start talking about critical race theory, it's currently 2023. Mm-hmm. If we start going through these school board meetings, we should be able to create a definition of what critical race theory is based on what we're told. So I'm going to write down mm-hmm. the adjectives, the nouns, <laughs> you know, adverb nouns, adverb nouns. I'm going to put the pronouns, <laughs> the amateur nouns. I'm going to put them all in there. And what we'll do is we'll see what in the world this terrible thing is that they're worried about. Okay. And with no further ado, let's go. Let's, let's get go. into it. We do have some. Just a reminder for everyone, you do get three minutes. When the timer goes off, your three minutes are up. I'll call your name. Now, you will come just, up to the podium here. Just state your no name for the record. Spaced. You don't need address or anything. Just your name. They're shoulder to and shoulder now. Oh, school's back in full swing. <clears throat> well, the school board yes. meetings are. I can't remember to anything that comes out of what public schools comment. look like at this point. But they're shoulder to shoulder in this meeting. But I feel like uh, since they're not talking about it, it's no longer an issue. Are they? I don't know. I, I haven't uh, been to if, school if they, board okay, if, they, if they bring up masks, then it's still an issue. Okay. So we can tell what's an issue still. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to try and beep out some names. But there are two... V- there are two like very familiar accents that begin and end the school board here. meeting that even... Oh, uh, we have a duty to our children uh, to stand up against anything that demonstrates the corruption of the truth, uh, which critical race theory certainly presents. CRT is cultural Marxism. Make no mistake. 
Even worse. What good is beeping the name out if you don't mention it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no point in beeping it out. We're going to. Uh, the business meditation was about the instruction and informing of fact. CRT fails miserably in this regard. The CRT theory only increases division, it promotes hate, and is possibly the most offensive and divisive piece of propaganda that has been proposed to mindwash our young children's perspective. It is criminal, and quite frankly, the worst, most insidious piece of corruption I have ever come across. My children are neither oppressors or the oppressed. The mere suggestion I find highly offensive. What utter rubbish. As a board, you should be ashamed of yourselves for even letting this garbage get this far. You have broken our trust. CRT is propaganda. CRT is manipulation. And CRT is brainwashing. As a board, you must reject CRT. Richmond could not be further out of step. Our state and local policies spell it out quite clearly. No political indoctrination. As our elected officials, you should be following the wishes of your district's residents, whether they voted for you or not. Our taxes pay you. Our wishes guide you. Reject CRT now. Should you ignore this, we will, rem- we will remove our children from the public school system, and I will personally call for a vote of no confidence in the board and that you are all recalled. It's that simple. Reject CRT. It has no place in the public education system. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> oh, no. <clears throat> Looks like there's an internet lag. Oh, no. I believe this is also the first meeting that uh, transgender issues show up. Mm. Like we go hard from masks to everything wrong now. Mm. Searching for that boogeyman. Good evening. Remember to state your name. I'm, I've got three kids. They're in the back there um, in the Franklin County public school system. I'm educated. I'm a registered professional engineer. I've got a master's in business, uh, but really that doesn't matter. You know, mostly it's common sense that I'm here to talk about. So my objective is one, to eliminate face coverings and all restrictions in our schools. Master's still in And two, for our school system not to encourage or recommend vaccinations for our children. This should be up to the parents. Here's the deal. American Academy of Pediatrics children make up only zero to 0.23% of all deaths. Many states had no deaths at all in children. This means there's a 99.67 chance of survival rate. Only 0.1 to 1.9% had hospitalization. Ah, froze up on us again. Okay, well, it's a good time to pause. Um, are your kids vaccinated? Yes. Mine too. Um, did you vaccinate them? Patients. With the Another recent study at the Children's to, National Hospital in DC. Uh, for their own health? <clears throat> yes. Really? I think so. I think my intent was to make it safer for their grandparents. Oh. Because the chances of the, I agree. My kids probably handle COVID fine. You know, they'll come out on top. Mm. But I couldn't live with myself, you know, knowing that my kids, snotty nose, passed something on to, at the time, you know, our grandmother, um, their great grandmother. Yeah. Or even, you know, our parents. Mm-hmm. So 
that is why I vaccinated my kids. Okay. It it was the thinking that they would save somebody else, you know, prevent somebody else from getting sick. Hmm. And I say, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure, yeah, both Tress and I vaccinated earlier, mm-hmm. a lot earlier than the kids, too. So it was kind of like, well, see how we do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of thought. You see, found that flu stats were even worse than COVID. So COVID-19 in children, here you go, 17% hospitalized, hospitalized in this study, 6% in the ICU. For the flu, 21% hospitalized, 7% in ICU. It's also been proven and shown that kids are not super spreaders of COVID. This was proven at one of the local private schools where they've been five days a week from the very beginning. No restrictions and no spread in the school. It's ridiculous to continue to require masks and other restrictions in the school given all this information and given that no one else is wearing them now. What kind of leadership is that? Are you guys wearing them all day, every day? I doubt it. I'm not at work. Um, So the masks are uncomfortable, they're unsafe, they're ineffective, and they inhibit learning. It's also ridiculous to push an untested emergency vaccine on our precious children when the risks are just not there. Side effects are popping up every day. Let's not push this on our kids until we know that it's safe and it won't hurt their hearts or or their ability to reproduce or something else. Who knows? We don't know. The concerned folks here today are just a small subset of the many who feel this way. Many others don't realize that the schools are thinking of, of continuing this madness. If masks and restrictions are required, our kids and many other families who feel this way won't be coming back to Franklin County Public Schools. Do we really want that? I am told enrollment has already dropped about 13%. Do you really want that number to go up, maybe 30 or more? Can you survive it? Why do you want to? Doesn't make sense. We also know there's a process, as that gentleman alluded, to removing school board members. To get 10% of the votes that you got to get elected, and we get you out. So we're ready to start that process if it will free our kids. Mm. I hope you will think about And this cubicle probably doesn't have to wear a mask. But I bet you the first responder from the first meeting is wearing a mask to work. What we're all saying, I hope in the wise and relevant words of our superintendent at the recent graduation, you would do I'm the sorry, next right thing. Up. Our kids sorry, and our future are too important. sorry your time is up. Thank you. She always gets this name wrong. She spoke a couple times before. Hopefully all this will be beeped out though. It's okay. Good evening, school board. Good evening, those watching online. I'm a parent who lives in the Gills Creek District. I have three children, two of whom are currently enrolled in Franklin County Public Schools. This is my second time speaking here. Where are we now? Let's examine the good, the bad, and the ugly. First, the good. The plexiglass dividers came down. I thank the people who made this happen. Outdoors on school property, masks are no longer required. Our high school held its graduation ceremony and it made me proud. It was wonderful to see all the fine Americans who were there. Next, the bad. Indoors and on buses, masks are still required in our schools. Students continue to spend most of their days in one classroom. They still can't go to the library, to the cafeteria, to art, music, or to computer. So I ask you again, please remove the mask mandate and all other restrictions on our schools. Masks do nothing but harm our children. Do not continue to hide behind our governor's orders. They do not hold the same weight as a law passed by our legislation. He is harming our children. You can save them. 
Finally, the ugly. I was shocked to learn that Franklin County Public Schools is allowing Carillion and the VDH to come onto our high school campus and administer COVID-19 shots. This was the seniors though, right? I, I think I remember that. Because they had, you had to, have, if they were under 18, they had to have consent in order yeah. to get any type of vaccine. I imagine even if you were 18, if you were a student, you probably have to have, have consent unless you were emancipated of some sort. I don't think you could just go down there and be like, shoot me up. Uh, I feel like you could, because uh, I remember being 18 in high school. It was the first time that I donated blood yeah, to the Red Cross. And I didn't have to have a consent form because okay. I was 18. I, I don't recall having. So I, I don't remember getting a consent form. So I, I think I would agree with you that I must not have had to have one. Um, so now we've heard her before about getting rid of the masks altogether. But also at this time, they weren't forcing anyone to get a vac- vaccinated. No, I don't. We've never had a forced vaccine. So I think they were. Are they upset that? They have school systems have the audacity to provide the vaccines to <clears throat> students who might want them or parents who might want their child to have one. I think not not just provide, but encourage is a lot of the school systems were saying this is a good idea. OK. Um. <laughs> and so that, that's that's where I think a big part of this complaint is. Oh, can I say not valid? Uh, <laughs> Um, I hear your complaint. Yes, but this is about the time we started showing back up because they got interesting again. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm remembering this time period because um, after hearing some of the, the uh, school board meetings, I remember thinking um these people are just as lost um, with their understanding of CRT as I am. But I think they're getting it confused with history. <laughs> with black history. Yes. Yeah, that was that was kind of that was my, I think fear. that was my concern. And I actually attended some of these meetings just to uh, uh, get a firsthand experience Um and, and actually witness some of these statements and people and actually talk to some of the people who gave some of the statements, because I, I feel like we did a lot of that after the meetings. Yes. Which is where we met Simon. <laughs> yes. And I had run into Simon, though, before, mm-hmm. because we were protesting the monument. As I'm in the midst of applying for residency and right now. came down and lot- asked uh, for the monuments to be removed in town. And we were doing this at the Board of Supervisors. During during the beginning of this kind of COVID time too, and they had like ropes outside because they were only letting a couple people in at a time. Uh-huh. And uh, I was in a conversation with somebody, and I remember he had those stickers, the Save Our Statue stickers, and that <laughs> accent. Yep. Oh, uh, it's funny because uh, you know we'd be at these uh, school board meetings on opposing sides, and then uh, you know. Also, during the same week, we'd be at soccer games <laughs> on the same team, you know, rooting for our kids because our, our daughters played soccer together at uh, Franklin County High School. <clears throat> but I think that, again, that is the key to having a strong community mm-hmm. is if we can disagree at a board meeting, 
but come together because we're both on the booster club mm-hmm. because we're both part of the NAACP. There's a lot of things that community involvement corrects. Oh, this is, I I may just have to cut this gap out. (laughs) Buffering. 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 CRT is cultural Marxism. Make no mistake. Even worse, it's just a theory. The thought uh, and the business of education. Cultural Marxism. I didn't write that down last time. I wrote CRT promotes hate, it's propaganda, corruption, oppresses, oppressors, manipulating, brainwashing, political indoctrination. Mm-hmm. I think when Marxism gets involved, that to me, that automatically dismisses anything that you have to say. If you were the one saying Marxism or yes. you think... Um, I become dismissive of anybody who who is quick to claim Marxist Marxism um, because first they can't explain Marxism. Which is funny. It's not. I, I, you know, I went and bought the Communist Manifesto. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like they've been talking about it. I was scared to buy it. Like I had hidden. (laughs) And I've been reading the thing and. Uh, it don't work. It ain't going to work. Um, <laughs> it's the, <clears throat> and it's not a great, great read. It's short. And you it's know what? I'm upset. Like. You haven't taught me any of this at the Black Lives Matter rallies. <laughs> uh, since I, I guess Marxism 101 is one of the requirements. Well, and and, and anybody listening, I'm being facetious. Um, <laughs> I, I can see how you end up as a trained Marxist. Because people are like, you're a Marxist. I'm like, I am. I better go find out what that means. So you actually trained yourself. <laughs> and it's, it's. And I like the two different approaches from us because uh, <laughs> you're like, oh man, they're accusing me of this. You know, I got to learn everything I can about it. And me, I'm like, ah. I, and I always love I don't want them to be correct at all. <laughs> you, Black Lives Matter, you're a Marxist, though. You know more about Marxism than I do. And I, I actually, in, in the episode I just posted, mm-hmm. so this will be three episodes from here, but when we're in the Minnesota Green Room and the three of us are there, I talk about the three ways we handle those conversations <laughs> where somebody will be like, Marxism is the problem. And you'll be like, well, what is Marxism? <laughs> Like, oh man, good Marxism applause. is the problem. Let me go find out what Marxism <laughs> is so I can go fix the problem. Uh, and then Sean's like, nah, this conversation's the problem. I'm out. Mike yeah. <laughs> right. Oh man. Chantel, why? You have Chantel? I, I don't think so. I, I think say, I have CenturyLink. Man, just switch to Chantel, man. <laughs> they just upgraded me to like one MBIP, one megabyte. Ah. No, one gig. One gig, sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm still fighting the MBIPs. Yeah, and yours is DSL if you have uh, Chantel. CenturyLink. CenturyLink is uh, DSL. Good day. This is a two-year-old meeting. I can't believe how fast time has moved. Good times, man. We were very active in the community then. 
I still feel active. It just feels like there's less to activate about. Like, mm-hmm. I think we're starting to get some stuff together. Yeah, I think uh, our energy has um, become less combat- combative and more constructive. Okay. Because uh, I do remember going into those meetings upset. Like, after listening, I'm like, this is a bunch of horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're going to have to edit uh, Add a, beat. <laughs> a disclaimer to, on this episode now because that one word I threw out. <laughs> if I can find a like a Winnie noise, this is horse. <laughs> I think that'll be. <laughs> I'll, I'll get us back to PG-13. Uh, man, I don't think I'm going to get it today. We may have to finish this episode later. Okay. Uh, this is a good one, though. And we definitely need to. I'm going to go check my internet connection. I got a hardline connection that's not taking over. And then her second state champion in the mile, Callie Cooper. This is the second episode. I kind of reset it. And so, again, what used to happen is we'd bring all the little kids in (laughs) and we'd line them up at the front. And then they'd open it up for public comments, and then we'd scream at each other about how terrible the school systems were with all the little kids still in there. Ah, uh, it's it's not. Hold on, let me see what <clears throat> what I'm working with. Okay. I'll just call up U.S. Cellular on my BlackBerry. CRT fails miserably in this regard. The CRT. Then I'm going to go up, maybe 30 or more. Can you survive it? Why do you want to? Doesn't make sense. That was our engineer. Engineer. Yep. And practice good hand washing. Keep some, keeping something over your mouth for hours is a breeding ground for bacteria and is just plain gross. June 30th, the state of emergency expired. Man. What? The internet does not like her speech. Completely, and Virginia's anti-mask law kicks back in. So please, I urge you to stop. And reconsider your decision to weigh on our kids' health and make science-based, ethically made decisions for our future of our public schools. Thank you. Got some spokes to stand for that. Okay. This has been a crazy year, but the truth is finally coming out. Many references of these facts are through Dr. Fauci's emails, the Texas Senate Committee on State Affairs hearings on bears in May 2021, the Rockefeller Foundation scenario lockstep in Parliament, and Attorney Rainer Fulmich. There's been many thousands of doctors and nurses whose voices have been suppressed by big tech and the news media. Transmission of COVID-19 among children in schools and daycares is very rare. In fact, according to the published data by the CDC, not- This is our first real conspiracy speech. I haven't looked into any of these things that she's talking about. Hmm. So I'm going to have to run this one back and get a couple. Where's my pen and pencil? Close some of my tabs.
Mm -hmm. to you all is this how can we as parents help you of school start to complain because they have they hate the masks i keep hearing people through dr fauci of school start to complain because they so here's our first conspiracy theories and I live in Benita. This has been a crazy year, but the truth is finally coming out. Many references of these facts are through Dr. Fauci's emails, the Texas Senate Committee on State Affairs hearings on VAERS in May 2021, the Rockefeller Foundation scenario lockstep in Parliament, and Attorney Rainer Fulmich. There's been many thousands of doctors and nurses whose voices have been suppressed by big tech and the news media. Transmission of COVID-19 among children in schools and daycares is very rare. Dr. Fauci's in fact, according emails. to the published data by the CDC, 99.99815% of the children Texas who track COVID-19 survive. Despite this, the CDC issued COVID guidance calling for a host of extreme mitigation measures that are harmful to our children and counterintuitive to learning. Excuse me. Hmm. Since returning for in-person learning, children about. across the U.S. have been subjected to forced masking, being physically distanced from other students, plexiglass barriers, scheduled bathroom breaks, closed lunchrooms and playgrounds, daily temperature checks, and more. These measures are harmful and unnecessary. As for critical race theory, the Attorney General of Montana has legally determined that most critical race theory activities violate civil rights. On Thursday, um, Austin Knudsen issued a binding Attorney General's opinion stating, committing racial discrimination in the name of ending racial discrimination is both illogical and illegal. He went on to add that forcing students to admit their so-called privilege and assign blame to one race goes against the 14th Amendment. Instead of allowing CRT in our schools, we should promote learning, not discriminatory indoctrination. Love comes from naturally. Hate is taught. If you look on the Virginia Board of Education website under African American Superintendent's Advisory Council issues recommendation on equity, it states to incorporation of racism, racial equity, and social justice in standard of learning. Our school has no room for hate and our children deserve equality and not equity. I would like to encourage everyone to turn off the media over the summer and do your research. We all need to stand up for our children. Lastly, my question to you all is this. How can we as parents help you protect our children from these unconstitutional orders? Thank you. It was a lot. It was. But it was... Um, I know I'm going to maul this. All the same Fox News rhetoric that... I feel like has been anyway, pushed. I'm not here for whatever that stuff is. Um, all right, last time you guys, if you guys were on the board, would remember me would be about the dress code a couple years ago. Kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. Basically, I've come into an issue with my three kids and the education they're receiving, mainly um, with my daughter who's moving, specifically coming from back here from Maine to go to our high school. Until we ran into the problem with my rising senior, she's out of AP classes. Why? Why? I've gone to Crutchfield. Worthless. Why are we running out of? This is an honest parent. We are running out of AP classes. She is now being forced to but take it's a Virginia Western English class because she's taking AP, but she has to have a class to graduate, an English class. Here's the problem with that: she wants to go to Auburn, Clemson, Tennessee. Her reach is Vanderbilt. Guess what? They don't want to see Virginia Western as a, as one of her classes as a senior because they look for strength of schedule. We don't offer that. What am I supposed to tell my rising freshman in the same boat who's already in? She's already taken algebra, pre AP algebra. She's in this, on the same on the same blank or whatever path as my daughter, my oldest daughter. Why are we not offering a better strength of schedule for high school students? Why, and, oh, and along with that, as you can tell, I work in emergency services. I could save your life one day out in the field. Say hi. Um, I'm so sorry. I really will take care of you. Um, I don't know if you know what we get paid, but it's not a lot. I can't afford to pay for her to go take a class and then take it again at another school for her four-year degree because they didn't accept these, these credits. Did you know that? They don't accept these, uh, these, our in-state uh, credits. She wants to be an engineer, my oldest one. I called down to my alma mater. Go Hokies. They said, are you kidding? She doesn't have AP chemistry. Why? Because we don't offer it. This is a problem. So what I'm asking, not trying to be confrontational, we need to get a committee together to figure out how to make this budget friendly for parents <laughs> that can't afford to pay for these classes because we're not offering others. And for our future, 
up, right, up and coming high schoolers that are on this successful path. What can we offer? Last time, Dana Kelly heard what I was doing, took my phone number, got a committee. I'm asking your help to find some people. Let's work together to find some classes and put them together to offer strength of schedules for these kids that want to go elsewhere. Not everybody wants to go to Virginia Western and then transfer to another, like JMU or Tech. All right, some people actually want to get out of Franklin County. It's a thing. <laughs> Why I moved here. I like it. But so please, I'm asking your help. Find some people. You have my phone number. Let's do this. Let's work together. Let's give the kids what they need and stop taking that out of my pocket. I shouldn't have to pay for it because you don't have it. Thank you. That was a weird statement at the end because it's taxpayers like we should pay for it. I don't understand where we're lacking. Um, my daughter graduated two years ago. Mm -hmm. And I have two points to mention tonight. Like First, I have had one child attend Rocky Mountain Elementary School and one currently enrolled. I can only speak specifically to that school as that's the only elementary Princeton. school that my kids have mm -hmm. been at. There you will find different races, yeah. sexes, socioeconomic <laughs> backgrounds, a variety of children with special needs and children with a variety of support Frank systems. As parents, my husband and I were excited for our children to go to a school with such diversity. We wanted our children to meet and get to know people that were and are different than them. The school is diligent to teach children to be kind and considerate of others. They are taught compassion for each other because of the different walks of life that each child has come from. Come from. You see, I was raised by a mother and a father who committed themselves to the best possible environment for myself and my siblings. My father worked full-time and managed a farm in the evenings. I recall my, my mother working a variety of shifts, including night shift and overtime. They taught us to treat people with love and kindness, along with a strong work ethic and how being honest is of the utmost importance. By embedding critical race theory into the curriculum, you will not be teaching any of those important values that I mentioned. Diversity and multiculturalism are both rejected by CRT. Other buzzwords, cultural sensitivity, anti-racism, and cultural responsiveness. Instead, you will teach the children in this county that they are either a victim or an oppressor because of their skin color. Our skin color does not and should not ever matter. The day you decide to implement and begin teaching this is the day we will consider moving our children from public school to private. Second is the top topic of transgender students in the restrooms and locker rooms. We know that this is coming to the agenda at some point. I'm curious as to why a subject of such importance has not been mentioned publicly when it is scheduled to begin for this coming academic year. The main two points of my focus is first, the safety of all students, and secondly, how are you going to provide them with an environment in which they all feel comfortable? Are you going to ensure everyone's safety and comfort level? I'm concerned about the bullying of a transgender student in the bathroom or locker room. I'm also concerned with the student who is not comfortable with the opposite genders and being called transphobic. I am concerned how the bathroom and locker rooms are going to be monitored when there are children of the opposite biological sex in the restroom and locker rooms. I'm concerned on how you are going to provide a safe environment for the children that do not feel comfortable being in the same restroom or locker room with a transgender student. Are you going to make accommodations for those concerned students? After all, you cannot accommodate for one group and not the other because that's known as discrimination. I'm sorry, your time I is up. I am equally concerned how the board seemingly... I'm sorry, your time is up. Thank you. Hmm, there's a lot this. Uh, I think this is where I became concerned with what CRT was morphing into in their minds. I can see that. Um, it, it, it morphed from CRT to buzzwords that, is you that do whatever is necessary uh, not to teach cause them to think theory. that CRT is, I'm a member of the is, Heritage Foundation. is sneaking its way into school systems with uh, these words like uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, which to me, I agree with all those terms <laughs> of being in the school system. Yeah. Um, and in no way do I find them being divisive. Um. Right. And she skated that line even kind of with saying that critical race theory is antithetical to diversity. Mm hmm. It was it was a strange statement. Yeah, this is this is where 
critical race theory um, is turning into the boogeyman. Is because it it's making some people the oppressed and some people the oppressors. Um, yes, and they're they're trying to prove that it's in the schools. You just you can't see it. Um, it, it goes by a different name. <laughs> Dave uh, Chappelle. It, <laughs> I, I can't tell you exactly where he is, but he he has buzzwords that that uh, you need to be on the lookout for because if. If diversity, equity, or inclusion are involved, <laughs> CRT is somewhere not too far behind. And and I think that this is where you're going to start seeing more black people show up to the meetings um, because. If we, we felt targeted. Uh, yes. Like we want to stop black history. Yes. Oh. <laughs> you know, all right. So some of this, some of this in going back is. uh Remember Undercover Brother, the movie? Oh, yeah. All right. Dave Chappelle played a character called uh, Conspiracy Brother. Yes. And he was on a late night show and they were asking him, hey, tell me about this character you just played, Conspiracy Brother. He's like, he has some, he's, he's, a, he's one of the more fun characters I've played. And one of the things Conspiracy Brother might think is when you're watching the news and the ticker's going across the bottom. Yeah. It's telling the real news <laughs> that only white people can understand. Mm. And I, I wonder if there's some of that in this. Like there is a real definition of critical race theory that we're not getting. Yeah, because because uh, we're not finding the severity in um, in critical race theory because right. we understand it's not being taught. Well, I think... Even if it's whatever they say is race, critical race theory, they it's believe, not what it actually is. They believe it's being taught, mm -hmm. and whatever that is, what is it? Mm -hmm. Is it because because this idea of like there's only two groups, there's only oppressors and oppressed. Mm -hmm. You know, as if Thomas Jefferson wasn't both a slave owner and the creator of the most magnificent document on freedom in the world, mm -hmm. like. Both of those things are true. He wasn't oppressor and oppressed. He he, he was both. It wasn't an or. You know, it, it, people aren't just one thing. Okay. And so I, I don't know if their fear is that we're going to like, when we take down statues of Confederates, we're also going to go, okay, now let's get George Washington down because he did some terrible things. I think it's more like, you know, we're going to have to talk about his terrible things, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, we're, we're going to have to tell both halves. Which, I agree. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's what it felt like critical race theory was becoming. But I think as African-Americans, we know it's coming for us. Because people will tell me all the time, they're like, oh, man, Booker T. Washington was amazing. He was a sexist. Yes, you knew this. <laughs> <laughs> and probably an Uncle Tom who prevented W.E.B. Du Bois from becoming principal in a state he had no interest in. Oh, man, man was jealous and <laughs> of Madam C.J. Walker is um, we knew he was a sexist when it came to, to women in power. Mm -hmm. Did not respect him. We, well, we knew he was sexist. We knew he had some uh, black conservative tendencies. Mm hmm. But it doesn't erase the good he did. It doesn't erase the story he lived. And I, I don't think having the bad along with the good 
just convert someone from oppressed to oppressor. Like there's a whole line of other things in people's lives. So would you be okay if uh, Booker T. Washington High School was changed? It may have to be. Uh, I I love the different world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we've had whole shows on the cause. Yep. I can't love the cause anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everything Cosby is gone. Is I I I try very hard to refer to it as the Heathcliff Huxtable show because yes. Heathcliff ain't do nothing to nobody. <laughs> Cliff Huxtable still Cliff, good. I trust Felicia Rashard. She wasn't oh. working with Cosby. She was working with Heathcliff. <laughs> What's his name? Heathcliff. Yeah, wasn't it? It's I, I know Huxtable. Cliff Huxtable. I thought it was. I always thought it was Heathcliff Huxtable. <laughs> I may be adding some extra syllables in. Depends on which syllable you put the emphasis on. Okay. All that does is teach a lot of animosity. I'm also not an expert in the Bible, but it's my understanding that we're accountable to God for what we teach our children. Amen. And to teach our children to hate one another is not acceptable. Yes. And I have a simple request, and that is you not teach this to our children. Thank you. Thank you. I wonder what they think that day looks like. What? Like when they come in and go, okay, I need you to start hating people. <laughs> not all people, just white people. Evidence is emerging that mask go, mandates are harming our kids. Aren't you a white and now there's expert because testimony explaining that masks are harassing people from COVID-19. Yes. Researchers from the University of Wheaton reported data from 25,930 <laughs> German kids wearing masks. Over half reported irritability, headaches, difficulty concentrating. 44% were reluctant to attend school, fatigue, impaired learning in 38%, and anxiety in 25%. A full quarter of the kids had anxiety that was new due to the masks. There are also concerns for increased carbon dioxide levels and decreased oxygen levels from prolonged mask use. These concerns are not derived from social media, they're from the medical literature. In 2008, as early as then, there was a medical article published. It followed 53 surgeons, and it showed the longer masks were worn, the greater the fall in oxygen levels. Keep in mind, in hospitals, they tend to have better ventilation systems than in schools. And often, oxygen is also pumped into operating rooms, so that makes it even more significant. Just about a week ago, senior research scientist at Patel Labs, a national exposure and personal protective equipment expert, Stephen Petty, testified in Kentucky. Stephen Petty holds nine U.S. patents. He worked, he's written a book on forensic engineering. He's a certified industrial hygienist and a certified expert with OSHA. He testified that mask mandates and social distancing are wholly ineffective at reducing the spread of viruses. Masks are worthless, said scientist Petty. They are capable of filtering anything as small as COVID-19 aerosols. Masks are not respirators, of which N95s are the lowest class of respirators. They're rated to filter approximately 95% of all particles larger than 0.3 microns. COVID-19 particles range between 0.9 and 0.12 microns. Masks do not have standards, unlike respirators. Masks also leak, they can't be sealed, and they're frequently contaminated. Scientist Petty went on to say that big droplets tend to fall to the ground right away. Small droplets will float, and aerosols will remain suspended in the air for days. Using Stokes' law and the size of COVID-19 aerosols, he predicted that for COVID-19 aerosol to move five feet, it would take between five to 58 days in still air. What are we doing with our children and masks and social distancing? He also acknowledged that OSHA and CDC's recommendations to wear masks are at best dishonest. He pointed to guidance on page one of the CDC literature that recommended masks, but then on page six said that masks do not provide a reliable level of protection from smaller airborne particles. His conclusion was that ordering masks to stop COVID-19 is the equivalent of building a chain link fence to keep out mosquitoes. Thank you. Wow. Oh, that's Anxiety I developed Madam in 2020 was Madam due Chair, to my mask. Our not policies allow the school board member to ask permission to ask a question. Uh. I'd like to ask Ms. Uh, Slocum one question, if that's okay. Let's say the board. So this is uh, Ms. Cosmo. There's some other people that would like uh, to ask a question. Move on. Okay. Uh, I will say. Yeah. 
I will just state again that we have a board policy that allows us to do it, but I will yield this time to the board because I don't have the policy at my fingertips, but I just want to state we have a policy that clearly states that I could have asked her a clarifying question so that you would know that she is in the healthcare profession. Thank you. Um, I will say also um, in our um, attending the Freedom Network meetings, we know that she was handing out pamphlets um, pretty much uh, encouraging. I've been involved in respiratory protection um, for 16 to years. speak on certain I work subjects. In the industry. Yes. Part of my job. I had the responsibility of conducting risk assessments for respiratory hazards in the workplace and then designating Which correct risk, respiratory protection for mean, workers exposed to substances that could cause either acute or chronic illnesses or injuries. Even though I disagree I have experience with her, I determining correct respiratory protective equipment against a number of respiratory thing. hazards, including chemical mm, and biological no. hazards. <clears throat> I've had the experience of responding to hazardous substances releases and determining unknown respiratory hazards and how to protect against them. I also conduct respiratory fit testing for various types of respirators, so I have extensive knowledge in respiratory protection. According to OSHA, and the National uh, Occupational Safety and Health Institute, these are not considered PPE. The these home. do not provide the, wire, the wearer with a reliable <laughs> level of protection from inhaling smaller airborne particles. It is not considered respiratory protection. Leakage occurs around the edges of the mask, like and OSHA does not qualify surgical masks or cloth face coverings as personal protective equipment. OSHA does not think there's enough information available to determine whether a particular type of cloth face covering um, provides sufficient protection from the hazards of COVID-19. So the average micron size, I'm um, like the last year spoke about, between 0.5 and 1.4 microns. Uh, There's no scientific data set for cloth um, or surgical face coverings CRT, that documents their filtering uh, effectiveness. The Yet our children are forced to wear these ineffective, restrictive, and potentially harmful pieces uh, of cloth over their face for seven to eight hours a day. I have not once recommended in my career this as respiratory protection. This is a real piece of PPE. This is tested and approved to protect against respiratory hazards. This is regulated under law. This would provide sufficient COVID-19 protection for the user. This is a placebo. This is useless. <laughs> this comes with packaging, warning that it does not protect against COVID-19. This is harmful both physically and emotionally for our children. This interferes with parents' right to determine medical decisions for our children. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she, now she asked the question of this. We the people did not get to vote on this mass mandate. However, we did get to vote for you guys. Okay. When she, in the history of humanity have we ever said that, that our children are treated, should be treated field. as sick okay. until they're proven healthy? <laughs> our most vulnerable citizens, our children, are being deprived of liberties and privileges that should be protected. Unmask our kids. Thank you. I wanted uh, Pink Blue to do that. The chairman of the Patriotic Network of Franklin County. I'm a state representative say, for the yeah. Constitutional Sheriff. I make a motion that we ban CRT as defined by Donna Cosmato. Donna Cosmato? <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you think that she would have thrown those keywords in there? Who's ever going to teach those keywords? You ain't anybody that's going to come in and have a lesson plan about Propaganda corporation oppressors oppressed manipulated brainwashing. No, but uh, they will focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I feel like those are words that she would include in in the banning of CRT. I don't know why he didn't cite the code. This is Everett Boone. I don't know why I threw man's name out there. I'll beep that out. Well, uh, but I always get him fi- mixed up for some reason for uh, Gebbets. Now he's name? also the same one who, who quoted Hitler. Uh, well, I know we're going to get to a, <laughs> like we're going to get to some cantankerous ones. Yes, yeah. we're going to get to some Hitler recordings. Oh man, let's get, uh, oh, I'm ready. Uh, I'm also on the Patriot Network. 
and I'm on the safety committee. That's why I've been attending. So we visited the Patriot Network. I, yes. The first one I attended, I was a little bit yeah. appalled. Yes, they are. Like, you know, I enjoyed our time uh, and, uh, conversing with, with and then the last, members. Last meeting, you're had, all good uh, people. Uh, did you ever come to tea party meetings with me? No. Churches being able to use <laughs> draw the line uh, somewhere. school property <laughs> for events that they need to use them for or whatever. That was well, you and, you and Sean, and I think Dad attended one. You can find it anywhere in the law books. There's a separation of church and state. Then please bring it forward because there is none. And so to go on to the next thing. And yeah, and most of the time, what we use is separation of church and state is the fact that the government shall make no law. We do not want the governor to pick up on any of the books on an religion schools because we've heard some of the ones that are coming out. They're not acceptable, and you people are held accountable for it. Unless it comes to bringing Christ back into school. So, and then I have a Constitution article on the mask right here. It says Article One, Section Two states that all powers is vested in and consequently derived from the people that the magistrates are the trustees and the servants and at all times amendable to them. I do not have the power to tell you to wear a mask, so you don't have the power to tell me to wear one. Can I delegate the power to force someone else to wear a mask? No. When the people don't have the power to execute an action, they cannot delegate or give consent to the government to exercise that power. Many of you have heard that it is a force of law, so it doesn't. So what does that mean? It is an admission that it's not a law passed by Congress. Stop making noise. But yes, they please. intend to enforce it anyway. <laughs> Jefferson called that pretend legislation. Many of us have taken an oath to uphold and protect and defend the Constitution. So when you resist and pretend legislation, you are upholding your oath and therefore upholding the supreme law of the land. So who then is violating the law? They are exercising the power without consent is tyranny. It is the time to do the next right thing. Thank you. Well, this was also around the same time where people were getting uh, upset that they were getting rejected from entering like, Home Depot because they wouldn't wear their mask. By uh, saying I've had eight children go through our schools, uh, four sons and four daughters, um, so some of you may know some of them. That said, this is the first time I've spoken to a school board in all that time. I still have one child going through our schools. And I, I want to talk for a moment about the revised standards that are being implemented um, by the state in history and social science. I'm going to leave it to others who've spoken so well about critical race theory and all that entails. But as far as the revised standards go, I have some concerns because I don't think they're ready for our schools. And I know that teachers are already being asked to develop lessons that incorporate the revised standards. Some may be being paid over the summer to do just that. Mm -hmm. And I really don't think they, uh, we're ready for these they revised standards in our schools. And I have some, some significant reasons why I think that's the case. Um, so I'd like to point to draw your attention to revise standard 3C. So I think they had to be adjusted. Um, this is for mistakes. 11th grade social studies. Revised standard 3C says that the Middle Passage, taken enslaved Africans across the Atlantic Ocean, went on for nearly 2,000 years. 1492 was 529 years ago. So my question is, how can we incorporate that revised standard into our curriculum? I could go on. Revised standard 6E states that abolitionists accounted for only 2% of the North's population before the Civil War. A couple of things I want to draw your attention about that. John C. Fremont, who, run, who ran as an abolitionist candidate in 1856, carried 12 northern states as an abolitionist candidate. Abraham Lincoln won all 16 northern states in 1860. Harriet Beecher Stowe's Uncle Tom's Cabin was a bestseller by 1855. Most importantly, every single northern state had already Not abolished slavery by 1804. Slavery. So how can they say that only 2% of the North's population were abolitionists, especially considering the abolitionist churches? Revised Standard 9D so says more people try to immigrate to the U.S. The than are allowed by law, although many policies still included racial limitations. That not there are no racial limitations. 
what there are limits on national origin, a very different thing indeed. So my request to you as a board is simply to ask for more time before these standards are implemented in our school. Say we're not ready. They are not ready for our schools. We are not Fairfax. So please consider that. Thank you for your time. On slavery in my position. I don't believe in slavery, but I'm not going to change it. Yep. That person's not an abolitionist. Yes. That person is just against slavery. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the distinction the history standards were trying to make is that there were people who didn't like slavery and there were abolitionists. So critical race theory being embedded in yes. the history two different people. That will be implemented this fall. Uh, despite being sent a timeline uh, from this board that suggests these standards will not be taught risky. in 2023, I watched the three-hour state mm-hmm. video and they clearly stated <laughs> that what I sent to you <laughs> Will be implemented this uh, fall. You know, I've taught history and government for 23 years, and it only took me three days and a total of six hours of research to show you how misleading and biased this new history is. Abolish the complete telling of history yes. does tell the bad, but it also teaches the good, the redemptive, the restorative history of our nation. In my last email to the board, I quoted state law that allows you to exceed the required standards. I suggested that you create a commission to review the new curriculum and, they did. and to add to it as needed, then require teachers in Franklin County to teach all of the history. The response I received I from this board was shocking. Despite having the authority to do better than the state, you, the board, wrote to me, and I quote, Honestly, we just don't have these kinds of experts or the manpower here in Franklin County, nor do other school systems for this. Let me repeat what you just said about your constituents. We just don't have these kinds of experts or the manpower here in Franklin County. In two sentences, you have insulted every history teacher, administrator, and parent with a history background. In two sentences, you have revealed the absence of leadership that this board represents. Leadership is not sitting on the floor begging for the scraps that fall from Richmond's table. Leadership is not saying there's nothing we can do. The VDOE did not elect you. We did. We voted for you to lead, not to tell us that we're not smart enough to research and to teach proper history. I did not send you these edits to show you how much I know. Quite the opposite. I did that to reveal how little effort it actually takes to research the full truth of history, and yet your so-called experts from Richmond conveniently left out over 40-some edits on 27 pages. I'm calling on the superintendent and the school board to create a county commission of teachers and parents who will review the new history standards this summer and add to the curriculum to, to complete the story of actual historical events. We can and should create a better curriculum framework than the state created. Our children deserve nothing less. Virginia needs leadership and parents need leaders who will stand up and say that teaching this critical race nonsense in our curriculum is dangerous and dishonest. We in Franklin County need to lead the way in this state and to teach complete history and accurate history for our children's sake. Thank you for your time. An accurate history. And I feel like that's what what we're getting at. We agree on most of Um, it. Because I think growing up, we didn't get accurate history. Mm-mm. We got the, what is the, the revision? public educator in history. Franklin County and parent of a 12-year-old who attends Franklin County Public Schools. I truly am happy to see fellow citizens um, who are here interested in the work of our schools and this board. It is the type of crowd we hope to have at public hearings during our budget season when we are fighting for the resources we need to ensure that we offer quality education. We need an involved body politic at all times. And Thomas Jefferson knew this. He knew an informed and educated public was critical for keeping the new American Republic on course and maintaining a free society. It is essential. And some would say even more so based on current baseless fervor, which is stemming from our nation's divisive state. In my 18 years of teaching history and government, I never heard of or saw in any curriculum critical race theory, nor did I teach anything remotely connected to it. Neither did Mr. We were co-teaching partners. I had to research critical race theory to find out what this obscure theory was when I first heard about it a few weeks ago. Our curriculum is public. It is readily available on our website as well as the Department of Education. Do look for yourself. I am so glad people are looking. We've wanted this for years. Our Department of Education constantly revises curriculum, and the public has always had the ability to weigh in. It is the work that we do 
Is the work we do in education perfect? No, but we work tirelessly to make sure our students are able to research and think for themselves. We want them to be able to discern for themselves their point of view and to be able to support their position with facts. Our students consistently outperform their counterparts in a myriad of academic and extracurricular measures. We weathered this unprecedentedly difficult year together. As the strong community we have been, we are and will continue to be. You have great schools. They are staffed by dedicated public servants who are your fellow neighbors, fellow volunteers, co-workers, family, and friends. They serve our kids because they have a passion for ensuring they have the brightest futures possible. Please do not let some nefarious, fear-mongering talking heads on the news whose main goal is to ensure viewership, not strengthen and unify our community, Please do not let those people divide us. If you have questions, call your school. Any one of us will assist you in any way possible. Sorry, no hidden agenda, just a common up. purpose, the growth and success of our children. Up. Sorry, Ms. Nix. Hello. I didn't have another thing to say after she spoke. Five review and consider approval of the agenda. <laughs> you think your teacher's, uh, your child's teacher teaching uh, CRT? Call the teacher. Show up. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Oh, like I said, they're getting good now. Mm. And so uh, we got through essentially a year. Mm. Wow. So we're, well, June. So we're going into the, the summer months, and I just don't Didn't think there's much going on in the summer months. So this is June. I think July and August. There's much on. And then Back to next August 2021, and next episode will be another couple three minute bites. I'll try, I'll try and cue them up in advance. Now just starting to get good. Yes. <laughs> Give me a blanket and a space. Right, this has been misunderstood. Time descends like an old stage curtain on the back of my eyelids.
time descends like an old stage curtain on 